It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Megaran. This is Matt Mania. And thank you all for being here. This is a special edition. It is uh, May 3rd, 2017. And on this episode of Matt Mania, I will have a good friend who you've heard before. Uh, we did a show together. Also, you've probably heard his music on this little project we did called Matt Mania. He's done all the music. His name is Lynx Kinetic. We're going to be talking about a lot of wrestling. And uh, all kinds of things. This is my pre, this is like the go home show before I head to the UK, which isn't home at all. But home away from home, away from home. I'll be across the pond, the jolly old UK. Ironically, WWE will be having a UK tour at the same time. Will I get to see a show? Nah, I'll be working. So uh, we're going to continue to do our thing. I don't know their dates, but I do know mine. So let me give you some of those. I'll be in Manchester on May 10th at the Castle. May 11th, London, Syria. May 12th, Brighton. May 13th, Leicester. May 14th, Cambridge. May 16th, Preston. May 18th, Glasgow. May 19th, Nottingham. And May 20th, back in London at the Four Quarters Bar. May 21st, Newcastle at Community. And then May 22nd, a special, special addition to this tour. I'll be playing Leeds with a band you might know if you're over 35. That band is Weedus. Yes, I'll be playing a show with Weedus. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Brendan is apparently a huge Nerdcore fan. And uh, I met him through MC Lars. And, yo, he's mad cool. So he was like, yo, you should play the show. And I was like, all right. So here we are. I may be adding a show. It may be in somewhere exotic like Paris, but I don't know for sure yet. So I will let you know. But what I do know is we got a great episode today. We're going to be talking a little bit about payback, a little bit about the post payback shakeup stuff. And most importantly, we're going to talk about kayfabe. Is it dead? Is it over? Is it gone? All right, so before I get started on the show, myself and Lynx, we just put out a brand new track, which is a remix, extended version, extendo, of one of the existing joints. A lot of people's favorite was uh, New World Order featuring T-Call, so we decided to level it up, did what the NWO would do, add more members. So what we did is uh, remixed it Bullet Club style with a, a new remix called Too Sweet featuring Tron and DVD. That is coming at you right now. Once again, it's Mega Rant, it's Matt Mania, and uh, let's do it. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order.
talking your idols. Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, and outsiders. Threw the wrestling world into a crisis. Faux life, shit was never overnight. The boss that I write, they deserve five mics. I mean, we had in this rhyme and Tyson. Eric Bischoff was a tyrant, the ladder he was climbing. And those black and white vignettes was the best ever provided. Pirate in the airwaves, never going off. Better tell billionaire Ted to bring us off. Scott Hall got the cattle frog. You don't want the drama, dog. Eggs Goldberg, nah, not at all. Finger poker doom, then we laugh at y'all. NWO was the battle call. We nice with ours. No forgetting it popping. Cause life is short. And it's nothing without options. Yeah, no way out. The illness without a doubt. Opponents walk in. But they never walking out. New world order, yeah. New world order, yeah. New world order, yeah. New world order, yeah. You know who I am, but not what I'm here for. Bought a ticket just to kick it, cause I heard you won a war. Keep the titles, we your idols, we came to burn it down. Where the big boys play, huh? We don't play around. Who could corrupt the mind of the world's wrestling icon? Tag a championship up with crime line. Title marked up like the subway in Harlem. Got a better two-man team, gonna call them. Awesome. Can't beat us, join us, can't see us. Pointless, stepping up. We ain't diplomatic, we destroy us. Except no substitutes Unless you go into school We were ignoring the rules Way before it was cool <laughs> Pirate radio Black and white Keep them acting right It's two of us One of you <laughs> That's a fight We crew deep Make headlines like Newsweek Papa got a new beat And it's just too sweet Bullet Club Can I, can I get a two sweet Tag team champs, no more room, only two seats. If it ain't New Japan, we can take it to the E. It's the Bullet Club, homie, always rolling too deep. Take a step back, you don't need that. Smack your mouth behind your face, pull it feedback. Break your kneecaps, where your team at? I don't even see them clowns, you can check these stats. T-H-E-C-L-U to the V. Take a chair shot to the F-A-C-E. That's our style when we clash with the enemy. Catch us under the ring, cause that's where the weapons be. Hoops to your chest from the top, that's a finisher. My forearms feel like forearms when I'm hitting ya. No holds barred, be the law when we get in ya. When we take you down to the gallows, that's the end of ya. The Bullet Club, we rule the world. The elite, we rule the world. Because Bullet Club is Rolling, but you know exactly who it is. Welcome to the party, everybody getting super kicked, super sick. Bang, bang, let my music hit. Arrogant, obnoxious, confident. Take your pick, who the prince? Kill them all, leaving no prince. Sending in the cleaner, I haven't seen this close since so quick. Machine guns when the ghost fit. Didn't even know this whole place doing dope shit. So elite, man, my crew don't even know the feet. Y'all just throwing hands on, man, y'all don't know the feet. Educated, set the bar, then we elevated. Reppin' where we're made and don't need payments just to say we made it, homie, save it. Step inside, you'll know. Going harder on the grind, cause the time it shows. Whether fast or slow, hijacking the show. We go from here to Tokyo. Too sweet, me, bro. Uh. Too sweet, me, bro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the place to be. It's Matt Mania. I'm Mega Ran, and my tag team partner for this episode is Lynx Kinetic. What's going on, Lynx? 
Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Of Being course. on a podcast with you is pretty awesome, I got to oh, say. man. Doing these two projects with you was the dream. Ah. If the, it was the dream, baby, yeah. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> if you will. Oh, the dream. All right. So what are you working on right now? Let's talk about that. We, we know your work, obviously, from the two Matt Mania albums uh, and making crazy beats. Uh, what are you doing right now? Currently, I am doing some themes for some wrestlers, and uh, it was nice. another thing I always wanted to do, another dream of mine, and it's actually coming true. I just did one for uh, Ophidian the Cobra out of Chikara. Nice. Um, so if you find him on Twitter, just look up for uh, Ophidian Cobra. It's posted on there, or you can go to my Twitter, Kinetic1977. It's on there, the full beat, and you know, hopefully you like it. It's a nice uh, Jake the Snake-style 80s throwback synthwave kind of thing. And... Uh, Currently trying to mock something up for Will Ospreay, which is pretty amazing. That's awesome. So yeah, hopefully man, that goes I, well. I hope so, man. I saw him looking for music, and I was like, wait a minute. I know a guy. And uh, so it's really, really awesome to hear it. And I got a sneak peek of it, and I got to say, I like the direction it's going in. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Turns out Will Ospreay's kind of a hip-hop head. Like, who would have known? Who would have known? A lot of those guys, it seems like they are. Most, think, it's the young kids, you know. I think it's these kids. The young you know. kids. Uh, it's great workout music, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah, they need something high energy. I always find it funny when I'm at the gym and, and they put on hip-hop, and it's not the kind of hip-hop that, that we listen to. It's like little yakety, and I'm like, how are you getting hyped to this? <laughs> he's you mumbling, really he sounds like he's hyped. asleep. <laughs> it's, so, like, it's so smooth and melodic that it's hard to get. Hard to clang and bang to. Yeah, kids these days, you know. Yeah, these kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, shake my fist at the cloud. I just watched, and you probably need to watch it. It's a, a great interview with Joe Budden and Lil Yachty going at it. Um, like at each other? Well, kind of. Yeah, Joe Budden is very animated and very angry about the the state of hip-hop and the fact that I guess the young kids don't necessarily care. They're just having fun. Yeah. And he's just like... You should know more. You should care. Bruh. He sounds like an overbearing dad. <laughs> and um, and Yadi's like, just chill, bro. Chill. I'm having fun. Just have fun. Make money. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. So uh, you should check it out. It's you know, that kind of sounds like uh, Button is uh, uh, holding the fort down for k and The other yeah. guy's like, yeah, they're just having fun. He's like, let them have fun. <laughs> oh, man. We're definitely going to get into that. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about that. But first, in the past couple of weeks, uh, a few things have happened. Payback went on. I was stuck on a flight during Payback. I missed all of it in, except for the last match, which I thought was entertaining. Uh, so I'm going to get your opinion on the whole card. What did you think of Payback? Um, I was going in with super low expectations. So right. anything passable would have been like a thumbs up. Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, some of the finishes didn't make a whole lot of sense, like Bailey losing in her hometown, which happens all the time now. I get it. You didn't see that coming, though? Well, I saw it coming, but at some point I'm wondering when the logic's going to sink in. And this is what totally happened in the match. The crowd was deflated. Like, they wanted her to win, mm-hmm. and then they got sad that she didn't. And then the people that had to follow that, mm-hmm. you know, they're dealing with a stacked deck. I think it was uh, Neville and Aries that had to follow that, which was a great match, but... The crowd's like, uh, like, but Bailey lost. Exactly. Like, why? Why? I the purpose I know is to get heat and be like, oh, Alexa's so evil, she won. But yeah. you can do that on Raw. You don't have to do that on a 
pay-per-view in her hometown in her first mm. match in her home, whatever. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Charlotte lost in her hometown. Sasha lost in her hometown. Bailey lost in her hometown. And every time the crowd's like. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a chance to watch the House of Horrors yet? Uh, yes. That's the only match I went back to watch because that oh. was the only thing worth seeing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. Um, honestly, it was just, I mean, it was the most talked about thing on my timeline. So yeah. I had to watch it. And uh, it was about what I expected. I don't know. People were dumping on it pretty hard online. And that's kind of what I expected. I don't know what else you thought it was going to be. Maybe they didn't think it would be pre-taped, and so people were angry about that. What, they think they were going to build a house in the arena? Like, (laughs) that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Now that the Hardys have set this whole thing up of, like, you can, you know, basically shoot mini-movies. But the problem is WWE doesn't do any of, like, the kitsch. Like, there's no winking or, you know, like, we know this is stupid, but it's still entertaining (laughs) as hell. But, you know, just going through that match, like, what was the only thing that was supernatural about that house was the tractor that drove itself. Like <laughs> what was inside yeah. the house that was supposed to be uh, hey, some lights blinked. Um that were that was very spooky, supernatural. He did have baby dolls hanging Babies from the ceiling. Hanging from the ceiling. And they made noises. And uh, they made noises. Which anyone that's done a haunted house for like fifty bucks could like put a tape recorder on and have babies playing in the background. <laughs> oh man. They could have just, yeah, they could have just went and found, uh, I don't know, I guess it's not close enough to Halloween to, to just get a real haunted house and just do it, do it all the way up. Well, they got the budget. They could have done but it. But they do have the budget, so. Did you see that that house is for sale? I saw that. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's in Missouri. How did people find that? That was insane. I don't know. It was like, while the match was on, they were like, here's the house, and it just came up on the top. Yeah, I have no idea. That's so crazy how they did that. People are good, man. I wish uh, I was that good. I'd probably be making more money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the house was for sale. Apparently, WWE like borrowed it for the day, like dressed it all up and had some fun. The limo took a little bit away from it. I gotta say, well, you didn't like him shirtless in the limo driving up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that part was a little weird. Like, why not come in like a beat up jalopy or something, or just just get dropped off? Like, you don't know where you are, and they just didn't have to show the car. Just you just dropped off and like, where am I? Oh, you know. It was like they were trying to bring back Evolution, Randy, the super fly, you know, suited uh, up guy, but he just had his pants on and then <laughs> left the dress shirt. No shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the one room that had like the True Detective. Uh, dry wood triangles or whatever the heck it was <laughs> with the red lights. It's like, is that really supposed to scare him? <laughs> the scariest thing to me as a germaphobe was that fridge. Oh God. What was that on was that? So... How'd they write that? It looked like they wrote it in poop. Oh God, that was gross. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was scary. Uh, so, you know, gets, uh, Randy gets a fridge dropped on him. Mm. Uh, question. How did Randy get back to the arena? It's a very good question. A now, lot of people are, are are speculating. He did it sideshow Bob style underneath. I don't know if you saw the Simpsons oh, episode where he hangs underneath, underneath the, car. the car. Bang, 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 bang in his head. Uh, someone suggested, my friend uh, Russell Rated R said he rode the giant sperm. That is an inside joke because Randy said himself that his entrance at WrestleMania oh, was the snake. stupid. Because he thought the snake looked like a giant sperm. So <laughs> That's awesome. So... Uh, that's a good road the giant sperm. I don't know. Okay. So remember, supposedly, just thinking fully kayfabe here, mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt's the one with the weird powers. Right. How did Randy Orton 
managed to outsmart. Well, clearly he inherited some type of supernaturalness when he burned uh, Bray's cabin with Sister uh, Abigail in it. He inhaled the flames and her her ashes maybe gave him some soup. Uh, who knows? <sighs> I was thinking that somehow he would be the driver of the limo. That would have okay. made the most sense. That would have been cool. But they wouldn't have made it to the arena. Why not? They wanted to end it in the ring. Oh, I guess if he just drove him and he then drove him there. And then uh, like he could have oh. like Bray could have got out of the car, they could have started showed, walking, yeah. and then he could have got out of the driver's side and attacked him, maybe. Okay. You know? And then just dragged him all the way to the ring. Yeah. So it was cool. Uh, Randy, I felt like, well, Bray rather took a long time getting to the ring. I was like, something's gonna happen. Like it was going really slow. And I'm like, something's up. And then he, out of nowhere. He did his full entrance, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. After a fight, you know, you do your full of, entrance. Of course. You had to go grab the lantern room gorilla and, and <laughs> just get, get started. Make sure it had the dry ice in it. Yeah. <laughs> the LED was charged up, you know. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, so I did watch that match. I, I give that I give that match, if I had to grade it, I give it a C plus. I thought Randy appearing was a cool surprise. And... um and of course, having gender get involved, I thought that was cool too. So, are you on the gender train? I am We're on in, the gender train. In this house, we are all in on the gender. <laughs> I'm all about it, man. Just for the absurdity of, like, less than a month ago, he was losing everything, and now he's <laughs> defending now, the title just so they could break into India and get some more fans in India. <laughs> I'm all about it. This guy probably has like one total win ever, yeah. and and here he is. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. It's it's ridiculous. And I think, I don't know, I feel like if they were planning this, he would have won some matches, I'm sure. <laughs> but, yeah, this feels like it's just totally out of nowhere. It almost seems like, if I was to guess, they closed some deal with India for something. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, oh, cool. We have to do something. We've got this India deal that we've got to make good on and have an Indian star. Then, oh, how about gender? Boom. Boom. Here he is. So with that being said, does gender win the world title? Yes. Ooh. I don't think he has to win it to become a quote unquote main event guy. No. But if he does, it's graduation day. I mean, there'll be heavy, heavy interference and tomfoolery, oh, yeah. but... I have a feeling he's going to win. Because if you're really trying to capture that market, you got to at least give him the belt once. Did Kali ever win it? I wasn't watching that. I feel like Kali won at least once. At least they once. always let big guys get it once. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they asked if Kali was still able to walk before they went to gender. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said Tiger Ali should should eventually pop up. Maybe right? that'll happen at, at Backlash. That would be awesome. We'll get uh, Tiger Ali Singh back to help out. One thing I noticed, small thing. They were calling these guys the Bollywood boys. They called them that on the show? On the show, like Oh, twice. they changed that already. And then they were like, the Singh Brothers! Yeah. And I'm like, so they just instantly just changed that over. Like, once they once they were serious about this push, they were like, okay, we can't call them Bollywood boys. I'm trying to remember if they called them that in 205 Live. Because the Bollywood boy's name is from outside the company. Oh, so maybe is. finally Vince realized oh. that, what? We didn't come up with that? Oh, oh dead it, mm. kill it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they went by in uh, Global Force Wrestling with Jeff Jarrett. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. okay. So they did call it the first time, and then they were like, oh, Sing Brothers. <laughs> right. And and the reason they changed names is so they can you know own it and sell T-shirts. Like, are you going to buy a shirt that says Sing Brothers on it? Mm, that's Like the Briscoe Brothers Garage? Sing Brothers Garage? <laughs> <laughs> That'll put butts in the seats. You bet. Uh, all right. So 
Backlash overall. Backlash. The, uh, backlash. No, we're talking. That's going to be a payback. good show. I think backlash would be a good one. So payback overall. I thought from what I saw, good. One major surprise happened, and uh, that would be at least to me was KO holding onto the title or Jericho winning. Yes, and then uh, KO now getting the title back on SmackDown. I thought they were just going to end it right there, mm-hmm. trash Jericho on the pay per view, but. They wanted to give him his moment on SmackDown to come out, probably get like a proper kind of goodbye, Good, I guess, a, a for pro, now. A, a proper, proper beatdown. A proper beatdown. <laughs> and I was like, he needs that. Like, I think that that's the way to go with this story. I think they did it right, you know. And uh, this, really quick, sidebar, um, everyone's been saying it. Jericho even has a shirt now that says GOAT. Oh, um, does he? Yeah, they, they put out a new shirt to commemorate his, his new latest run. Um I think this might have been one of the best iterations of Chris Jericho we've seen. And I'm ready to top five him. I am so ready to top right five Chris Jericho right, right there now. Right there with you. You know, there's not a lot of people who have gone through everything, you know, as far as time and changing up gimmicks and consistently being on top of his game. He, It feels like, and this is hyperbole alert, when he gets on the mic, it feels like vintage rock. Like, seriously, it feels like the rock again. Like, yeah. it's that same electricity so not only that his ability to control the crowd like i was listening to his podcast and the whole stupid idiot and it all that (laughs) he's so good he was just like let me see if i could get the dumbest thing ever over and he did (laughs) (laughs) he just like challenges himself with little games now because he's so good at it so good yeah no (sighs) i would definitely because i can't think of anyone who is had that many nuanced differences in their personality and got all of them over. Got them all over. Uh, yeah. Like it's to the point now where our Jericho rap song is totally outdated. Yep. He doesn't use any of that stuff. Nope. <laughs> so it's like you have to make a new song with stupid idiot and it and all that. Um, and friends of Jericho and the list. And I mean, there's just so much stuff. Drink it in, man. Drink it in, man. What do you say? Smack it down, Smack man. It down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I've been jumping around all over the place. So I want to just talk really quickly about the payback fallout. Last uh, couple things that have occurred in this week since payback. We got Cesaro and Sheamus going full heel. Yes. How do you feel about this? I like it. I like uh, them heel training. The only thing I didn't like is I thought that this TNA lawsuit was all done for the broken thing because you, you beat them down, right? And mm-hmm. the, how it went in TNA was they lost a match and they got, or either they won or lost, doesn't matter, but they got beat up pretty bad afterwards. And that's what broke Matt. Uh. So after the show, he's tweeting all these things in the broken character. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I was so excited for Raw. I was like, oh, it's going to happen tonight. It's going to happen. No, he didn't just came happen. out and he did the delete sign but didn't say it. So yeah. apparently he can't say it yet. I don't think he can say it. Like, if you're going to do this, I'm fine with it. But unless you can do it and you have total control over the, the character, then wait. You know, that's kind of my feeling. I feel like they're going to wait. Um, I mean, I think maybe he's at a point where he's been doing the sign so much and it's so over yeah. that he can still do it and not say it and the crowd will just say it. Um, something else will have to happen. They'll probably lose the titles and something something crazy Maybe happens, that'll break them. Completely. And then that'll break them. Um, they, uh, the guys are now in Rome now, I think. I think they're in Italy doing a, a tour. And something happened along the way. We're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to take a break. It's Megaran. It's Link's Kinetic. But first, let's see if we should play a song. What would you like to play? 
Uh, I would like to play, unless you've already done this on your show, mm. uh, that new that new song you put on Facebook with the video. That is new, right? The new song. Oh, you're talking about Church. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, church is brand new. I have not played it. Oh, can we yet. play it? So, yeah, we can play that. All right. All right. So that joint is called Church. It's myself and my homie Kadesh Flow. There is a video out right now. Video and everything's going pretty well on it. People really seem to enjoy it. It's a Game Boy black and white and green video that is produced by my man Blue Chew, who did a really good job with this. So here it is. Mega Rand, Kadesh Flow, Church. Heavy set ghosts. Shout out to Styles P. You can find me ripping MICs. It's 93. Women black like the MIBs. Don't mind me, MCs. You ain't in my league. You gotta be yet another counter, but be considered a challenger. Post up, I'm most ducks mimicking parrot Combos the lies when they hit it and barrage ya. And you gon' make me really slip and get out of character. Back in the days, I was shy and embarrassed. Now when I write in a tablet, it's got me flying to Paris and that's whoa. Rockin' the flyers, the fabrics until I lie in the casket. Remember, I am a classic. Let's go. Mega taking your breath away Soon as you press and play You'll be an ex to say so I'ma spit those bars over these beats so hard That they remind you of freshman day Used to want the double XL Now I'm a 3X Used to call me idiot Now they call me genius I ain't with the BS You see it and you believe it And your arms too short to box You like a T-Rex Fat boy with the retro tees Got the whole crowd spazzing Like they just OD Rep your team Just recognize that we running it I'm providing the punishment You deny but you loving it huh? Press dental steeds on my jack tunny. They see me on the move, so they act funny. No plan trying to get up on my grown man. Who else in the state fund the honeymoon with rap money? Yeah. Spit game, rip lanes. Dudes are confused like bloods at a Knicks game. Shoot the lights out. I'ma book a flight now just to bump YG in front of the White House. Uh, I never said I'm the greatest. I never said that I made it. I said I'm only a player that came in here to make a statement. I don't care where I'm rated. I'm correct with the payment. I bring it to you like a wave. Dion, beyond, you a peon. You ain't a rapper. Finally, something we agree on. Undefeated rapper leaders. Don't mention me with anyone in figs unless you put greater than between it. Yeah, if you scared, go to church. I solemnly swear that I've been a problem, homie. And if you dare, spit that verse. You read it, I eat it, and I delete it, homie. If you scared, go to church. Yo, that is church. You can get more. It's on the Spotify. It's on the iTunes. It's on YouTube. It's on the Facebook. It's kind of everywhere. It's doing well. Uh, big shout out to everybody involved in that. That's the newest, the new not new hotness. All right. So speaking about kayfabe, speaking about vacations and all kinds of good things, the WWE is now overseas. And uh, Titus O'Neil, a.k.a. Thaddeus, because that's his real name, Titus Brand, recently removed a photo that he posted on social media of Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Heath Slater, Matt Hardy, Curtis Axel, as they were visiting the historic Coliseum in Rome before kicking off the tour with a live event tonight. This caused a bit of an uproar in the community. Um, There was a tweet that you sent me Hmm. that kind of got it started. Now, I'm going to go back and read the whole thing. If I can go back that You're far. You're going to read the whole thread? No, I'm not going to oh, read okay. the whole thread. No, gee whiz. There's a lot. As I'm going through. I accept the theatrics of wrestling, suspending disbelief and all, but damn, WWE isn't even trying. Titus tweeted this earlier. Hashtag kayfabe. Tweeted by Michael Bailey. And who did he tag in it? 
James E. Cornette, of course. Of course. Of course. He just wanted to, like, wanted to get a comment, get a rise out of him. Maybe he could do something crazy. All right. As you know, we didn't even talk about it, but probably the most memorable moment of Payback was uh, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns having a pretty physical match, uh, ending in uh, Braun winning. Is that correct? Is that he did win. It, he took, did win. it took two of his finishers to win on the big oh, dog, yeah. of course, but yes. The big dog took two power slams. Um, and then he was brutalized at the end of the match, some steel stairs and uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he gave him a steel stairs to the gut, like dropped him on him, and then mm-hmm. dropped Roman on the stairs in some order. Roman, yeah. uh, obviously we know now, thanks to this tweet, mm-hmm. Roman bit the blood cap and was spitting up blood. <sighs> Roman was spitting up blood. He uh, he left the arena under his own power, I guess, eventually. Uh, and... Um, and then uh, Kurt Angle reported the next day. Oh, on- wait, you're, you're missing the, the thing at the end. Oh, you might not have seen it because if you didn't watch Raw Talk, uh, you didn't see the stuff at the end. Wait, there was more? There was more. Yeah, they're okay. doing this now. Like you mentioned Jericho earlier on Talking Smack, they continued showing him walk out of the ring. So if you want to see oh, more stuff, the they're trying to hook you wow. to watch his next show. So anyway, that's good. On Raw Talk, it starts out with Roman finally getting to the back. Mm-hmm. He spits blood on the wall and spits it on the wall. Oh, wow. He's finally gets to the ambulance. Then Braun comes at him again. I'm not I'm done with you. you. And Roman moves and Braun runs into the open ambulance door, rips it off the hinges, falls into a bunch of boxes, gets up, tries to attack Roman again. Roman uh, slams the door on Strowman repeatedly. Strowman runs away. Mm. And then Roman falls down. <laughs> Oh, my. So that's the official ending okay. of that show. So maybe wow. maybe now that you know that, maybe this will make you a little more angry. Okay. Well, now, now I'm a little bit more upset. Okay. So when I saw this post, I said, well, duh, kayfabe's dead. Was anybody around 20 years ago when this thing called the curtain call happened? Yes. Kayfabe's dead. These guys don't really hate each other. Duh. Now, uh, a lot of people including the person next to me, felt a little differently about this. And this, uh, this began a very long series of texts back and forth. Now, my perspective You threatened this, to punch me over this. I couldn't believe it. My perspective. <laughs> first of all, I don't think I threatened to punch you. Well, all right. Two things about this photo. One, let's talk about the real story. Heath Slater and Curtis Axel are in it. Social outcasts mm-hmm. are still together. <laughs> in somebody's heart It's in my heart <laughs> Also, another note In this photo, you can plainly see That Braun Strowman's fist Is pointing in the direction of Roman Reigns mm. He still doesn't like that guy nope. He still doesn't like him Roman looks nervous in the photo You think he looks nervous? I think he looks nervous Maybe he's still overcoming his internal injuries Ah, you know, his internal be. injuries and stuff Yeah I'm surprised Okay, now after seeing that, oh, the, the the rotator cuff thing, I guess that's how it happened with the door. Yep. Him running into the Quote, unquote, door. yes. Supposedly. Okay. Remember, this is Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, not the real people. So I understand this is a character thing. I'm really surprised that they would even have him on the, you know, the Europe tour. I figured they would just have him sit out. They're both supposedly hurt. Okay. Interesting. I, okay. <laughs> this goes back farther. You saw the original Braun Strowman attack, right? Of the ambulance and flipping the ambulance of over course, and yeah. throwing him off the thing. They were working house show matches the next night. 
Mm. They don't care anymore. They just don't give these guys any time. And, and you know, it's just like, well, that's the, well, don't want to see them. Well, people, I, people want to see him. I get that. I mean, that. if you pay for your ticket, you're going to be like, oh, Roman's hurt. Oh, well, you okay. know, I can't boo him now, you know? I get that. But if you know that people want to see them and you're going to have them on the show, don't do things that severe. I'm sorry. You have to pick one or the other. You can't. Don't do severe things? Don't do something where the guy should be pretty much dead. <laughs> And then have him, okay. And then he pops up the next day. By the way, let's not gloss over the fact that Kurt Angle says, Braun has a torn rotator cuff. That is an operation and a recovery of six months or more. Mm. Are we going to see him on TV next week? Fine. Did well, Kurt make that up on his own? This is, he is in a trouble mountain now? of a man. This is Kurt. <laughs> this is not a normal guy. This is Braun Strowman. We got to play up these injuries so that they can overcome the odds. And, and Roman, know? after his attack, had a separated shoulder. And possibly, possibly broken ribs, internal injuries, broken ribs, and uh, and then and, he was working a house show. That and now he's working a house show. But this you is, see what I'm saying? Like you don't throw a guy off the cliff, <laughs> off a cliff, yeah. and then have him show up the next night. He you just threw, don't do the cliff segment. You threw just, a character off a cliff for TV. No, but he's that character at the house show. But it's a TV angle. <laughs> it's a TV angle. Mm-hmm. Now I understand it's different. I remember when um when John Cena got demolished by Brock. I went to the Raw after the SummerSlam uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, oh wait, I'm not going to see Cena, and I was so upset. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, I think it was out here. I believe it might have. I don't know. And Cena's music hits, and Cena comes out, and we're like, oh, no one's complaining. Like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be damaged. What's happening? We're just happy to see our guy. Okay. So, I don't know, man. I think Santa Claus is not real. I hate to break it to you, Lynx. Santa I know, Claus, I, Easter Bunny. I'm gonna let WWE. Okay, sorry, man. That, that is that is correct. <laughs> but my counter argument to that would be okay. I, I'm just looking for balance. I'm not looking to act like it's real. I'm looking for sensible, logical balance and that, i was thinking about this after we were talking let me give you an example all right okay. the biggest wrestling era of all time is what the attitude era correct okay beyond the mat came out during the attitude era right correct yeah where we saw before so the match Mick and the rock kind of talking to each other and all that stuff but that's just f- i don't remember the uproar though like <gasps> what they talk to each other right exactly my point being is they talked to each other, but they weren't like having a beer at the bar going, we're going to have this match later on and it's going to be great. Cheers. Let's have a good one, fella. So you don't think they've ever had a beer together? No, I know they have, but I don't need to see it on TV. <laughs> it, oh, man. This was a photo from Titus just having a good time at the Coliseum. Okay. The bottom line is, should Titus have posted that? That's the crux of the argument. Is I that okay think, to post? I don't think he should have posted it. Why don't you think that? Because that's the reason we're having this discussion right now. And so if this discussion is happening here, it's happening in a lot of different households and a lot of different Twitter feeds. So Titus is a genius is what you're saying. Maybe. This is the genius of the Titus brand to get people talking. I guess what I'm saying is during the Attitude Era, we knew it wasn't real. We knew that Social media also wasn't a thing in the 90s. But a movie released in theaters is a thing that wrestling fans went to see Yes. They went to see it, right? So, so what's your point? 
My point is they didn't go overtly over the top with it. Okay. They let you in. They pull the curtain back, but not so much that it became laughable. That's why I said to you, like, why don't they just have the match and at the end come out to the stage and bow? Are you comparing a film director, whoever the director was, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are, uh, of a movie, of a motion picture, Mm -hmm. to Titus O'Neil? I think that's what you're doing. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you are. You're saying... (laughs) No, I'm saying... What I'm basically saying... Because they're both the, the producers of this media that we saw behind the scenes with. So... Okay. Titus and this movie director mm-hmm. should have both had the same exact mentality when they when they created their media? No. Okay. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> the, okay. What the, do you say? During that movie, that was the match where The Rock beat Mankind's head in. Oh, yeah. For real. Yeah, like clobbered him. Clobbered him. A bunch. Oh, okay. So they didn't show them laughing about it later. Or saying, what a great match. Let's go have a beer. Doing all that stuff. They Didn't showed... he come in and apologize, though? No. He came in, he looked in, and then he walked out. Oh. He just opened the door, he looked in, and he walked out. Okay? okay? So what I'm saying is, you can show kayfabe and breaking it, but you don't have to break it so hard that in the <laughs> middle of a blood feud between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, mm. you show them hanging out. If they want to hang out, hang out after the story is over. What I'm saying is they let you so, in during the Attitude Era, but so not is, so much that it, did, that it ruined the disbelief for kids, for teenagers, and things like that. Is they this let ruining you in. your disbelief? No, not me personally. Okay, I think it is. But <laughs> no. If, <laughs> I'm not. No, is this going to take away the enjoyment of these, these, this feud? Is this going to take that away from you? No, not at all. Okay. Now, you brought up the but example this isn't about me. of a kid. You were like, oh, what about kids who really love Roman Reigns who just Googles him today and then sees this photo of him in Rome? Right. That's why Titus took it down for kids. Yeah, but why did he put it up in the first place? And why do people like you think it's okay for it to exist? Because the curtain call. If you want to blame the anybody, curtain call. blame Triple H. Well, <laughs> you can blame him for a lot of things. If you, anyway, I, my point was before... We're in a different world. Before, it's a different era. Before we get too far, my point was okay. that you can show behind the scenes as long as you don't step on current stories that are happening... To ruin the illusion of what you're like, you want to create a scenario where something can be believable and you can lose yourself in the story, right? Okay, can I tell you why that's BS? Okay, because you enjoy up, up, down, down. Yes. And you told me about how much you enjoy the programming. Yes. Fact the New Day and Uh the Usos have been, when they first started off, were feuding all the time. Mm hmm. Jimmy and Jay Uso had been on the show so many times. Right. In the middle of said feud. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear you complain. Yeah, I didn't think about it. See? Exactly. So that's okay. But anyway, my, when, my when point Kevin I'm o- still when trying Kevin to make. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins can sit and play Madden together or what, whatever game and laugh together, it's, it's okay. But this photo's not okay? Or... Them I think it's wrestling too much. the next night when people paid hard hard on money to see the top stars. It's too much. I think it's too much. Oh, I'm on. saying. I'm saying. But you never complain. I'm about saying there can be down down. That's what I'm saying. So this the same thing happens there. You get that peek inside. They're just having fun laughing, even though they hate each other on TV. Their hatred was more of 
you guys are lame. We're the new day. We're cool. You're dumb. And we're like, no, <laughs> okay. we're, we're better than you. Ha 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 ha. That's not slamming okay. someone's uh, steps on them, making them All cough right. up blood, so flipping you... an ambulance, flipping them off a thing <laughs> in a gurney, falling on their head. Like okay. it wasn't that kind so of thing. They feud. weren't trying to kill the, each other. Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. All right. I'm saying so. there's levels to it. You can have guys on up, up, down, down and. You know, for for people that know kayfabe is dead, like okay, they're not, they don't really hate each other. That's fine. Like I said, during the Attitude Era, they let people in, but not so much that it became a thing. Now that was the time when the the audience was the biggest. Now the time is when the audience is the smallest it's ever been. You don't think there's a coincidence between totally mm. stepping all over the grave of kayfabe and a loss of audience interest at all? You don't think there's any correlation between those things? And I have another thing uh, I wanted to tell you. Uh, UFC, those okay. guys really fight, but yeah. they also really promote. They don't really hate each other, but they act like they hate each other because they know it'll sell tickets. But right. they don't really hate each other. And I know that. And that's real fighting. They got a page from WWE on that. The press UFC is more successful right now the, than WWE. Why is that? Because, because they keep blood. Up. Roman because there's blood, blood and guts. Roman split up blood all the time. There's blood and guts. It's visceral. But I'm saying you can have the showmanship, and you can know that these guys actually don't really hate each other. But at least present the illusion. So whose fault is illusion. this? Is this it's Vince's should, fault? Okay, what should have happened when they all stood in front of this camera to take this photo? They should. Should Braun and Roman have just stepped out of the photo? No. No. What okay. should have happened for and, and if there was probably a veteran there? Okay. Yeah, I'll get there. Hold on. They should have said, okay, cool, that's a cool picture. Send it to me. Please don't post that anywhere. We're in the middle of this thing that would probably look stupid if we were standing here together. That'd probably look dumb, so just don't post that anywhere. And I'm sure somebody... You think somebody said it? ...in that group had that idea. <laughs> and then he was like, no, I'm And doing then it. Titus is like, Titus Brand, baby. <laughs> this is going to get a million likes. And um, I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like somebody had to say it. You think? Because it doesn't happen. I like, think it doesn't cross their minds anymore. We see a lot anymore. of these guys on social media posting stuff, and it doesn't happen. We don't see like the person they're in the blood feud with uh, in, in the photo a lot of times. Or if we do, well, no, I guess I haven't. But I've seen people way out of character. Have you seen Nia Jack's Snapchat? Mm-mm. She's hilarious. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to check that out. It's like her and Braun Strowman like, riding around and making goofy faces and stuff. So... Well, here's another one, Ron Sturm related for you. On his either Twitter or Instagram, he actually says, this is the account for Braun Strowman, the guy, uh, whatever his real name is, not Braun Strowman, the character. This is the real guy's Instagram. Like he specifically puts, this is, I'm Braun Strowman, but this is not for Braun Strowman. This is for whatever his name he did it. I well, don't know I if he, he didn't had have to do to, it. But that's funny. What's Braun Strowman's real name? So we can find out. I don't know. I was just going to look that up. <laughs> Adam Scher. Sure. Is his name. Sure. Sure. Birthday, September 6th, a little couple days after mine. Uh, all right. So this is a thing where Adam and Joe are two people right. who are playing a role. Yeah. They are not Roman and Braun. They do not hate each other. When you When you see. Especially after an angle like that, especially when when WWE is more kid friendly now than ever, right? I feel like maybe they had to do stuff like that, where they're like, "They don't do the angle. Why do it? Don't start crying, kids. These guys are okay. It's it's not real. Then why do it? Why do why do the angle? It's hella entertaining. But if you're scaring kids, doesn't that defeat the purpose? Mm. If you're going for kids, 
but I think you can you can soothe their fears by letting them know it's not real, that they're both okay. All right. You know? What, did it bother you when Ricky Steamboat got his, th- his throat crushed on a ring bell? Kind of. Did, did you live? I mean, I lived, but I was did like, you, Did you really want to see him get that Macho Man so bad? You wanted to see him kick his butt I so did, bad? But I was still a Macho Man fan, so I was like, well, Macho probably had a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say, take a guy like The Undertaker, right? All right. Would he ha- you would admit that he has probably the biggest mystique and aura of any superstar ever. Yes. You see him on social media doing any of this bull crap? No. You think that might have something to do with it? He's also from a different era. That's We're just fine. talking about this Joe Button Yo- Lil Yachty thing. It's almost the same thing. That's what I'm. But I bet you he's from you an polled, era that drew more money than it does now. So who's right or if wrong? If you pulled down, it'd be down the middle. Yeah, old guys would be like, "Oh, this is this is unexcusable." Right? If they saw that picture, oh, I know. New guys would be like, "Well, you see, it's probably worse than that on my Instagram." Huh? <laughs> you yeah. know. So, but who made more money? Is it always about the money? In the wrestling business, that's the whole so, point. So, because Yachty makes more money than Joe Budden. He's, no, I'm he's talking better. about wrestling. I'm not saying. Me. All right. So, okay. So we're in I'm the saying, money. What business, I'm saying is, which apparently. strategy was better for the wrestling business? Come, if we you can't. Look at but we can't say that that's why it made more money. Wrestling started off in completely in kayfabe, and they weren't. They were making peanuts, right? And they were still living their gimmicks. They told uh, Kamala to never ever speak English, even though he was a Southern. Dude, you know what I mean? Right. So these guys were living gimmicks way before they were making big bucks. So I don't know if I can say, oh, if they if they had adopted the ways of old, they'd be drawing more. Right. I can agree with you though. That's a turnoff for for us older, more you know, seasoned fans. Gray bearded. I can I can understand that. I can be like, whoa, man, you should have not done that. But at the same time, I'm like. Curtain call, dude. Like that's all. I, that should be the answer to well, everything. Oh, by the way, hold on. It happened. You bring up the a curtain long call time ago. Th- that wasn't supposed to be out there ever. It was for the crowd at Madison Square Garden. Some dude just happened to be filming and knew enough insider crap to know that this is a big deal and put it out. Like <laughs> yeah. you should never have seen that. That wasn't meant to be displayed. It wasn't. This on Twitter is meant to be displayed. If it wasn't meant to be displayed, and it wasn't even that big of a deal, yeah. then why? Why was Triple H punished? It was a big deal. Okay, so whether just for that crowd, it still was bad for the business. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying you you wouldn't probably necessarily know about it if that video didn't leak. Uh, Well, they've talked about it several times. I didn't see the video until probably like three, four years ago. Yeah. Like, it's been pretty recent. So, but I knew about the story. Right. So, Triple H mentioned it a whole lot. In his interviews when he first started coming up five years ago, but that's when they already they already broke the. I mean, it was over by then. The KFA was over by then. It was just uh, it was over. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, that's after Beyond the Mat. So okay, all right. You know Good what point. I mean? I'm just saying. I think the business would be better overall served if they kept their characters more. Because when you go to an airport or you go to a convention, do you say, "Hey, Joe, can I get an autograph?" or do you call him Roman? What do you call him? You call him Roman. Well, why would I call him Roman? That's just a character he plays on TV. This isn't Roman. This is because Joe. Because you don't know him in his real life. You know him as Roman. So that's a respect to his character. 
I know Jared Leto is the Joker. I don't walk up to him and call him Jer- Joker. <laughs> oh my God. Are you <laughs> really going to use that example? Yes. Like, this is like wrestling Look, and the real world are somehow they're playing a, one in the same. They're playing a role, but they're no. playing a role that becomes them almost totally and completely. Because whenever it makes they them go, famous. Right, but they don't, they never leave it. Like, even guys now, if you were to run into an old timer, I don't know if Jim Duggan's his real name, but if you ran into Jim Duggan, you'd say, hey, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's right. been gone because and out of the business forever. That's how I know him. That's how I know him is because of that character. You don't roll up to, I don't know, Pentagon Jr. if you saw him with the mask off and be like, yo, because you don't know what he looks like. Now, if these guys were masked, it would be a different story. These guys just happen to use their real face as their movie face. Jared Leto's not walking around in Joker paint. Right. And but if I he guess did, what I, you'd be like, Joker? <laughs> you know? What I'm saying is from your perspective is is in this is dead, Kayfabe, and he's a guy playing a character. When you saw him, you personally in real life, mm-hmm. why would you call him Roman? Why wouldn't you call him Joe? And you know what's even funnier? It's out of respect. If you call him Joe, he'd get pissed. He would. Because it's out of respect. I don't know him that way. I just know it because of Wikipedia as Joe. I don't know him. But as if they're that. putting out their there, I am Roman Reigns on Twitter. Okay. I am putting this picture of me totally breaking. He didn't do it, but as an example, <laughs> if he did, if he did put out a picture totally as Roman Reigns of him and Braun having a beer during this feud, that is, I he, take that as Roman. That. Well, now that would be spitting in the face of KP. Oh, so that's your line. Yes. So there is a line. There's a line. There's a line. Yes, I win okay. the argument. All right. Yay. I agree that there's a line. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I'm saying that this was a, a third party thing okay. from a guy who's not even involved in the situation. Oh, I'm not blaming Roman or Braun at all on this. I'm not blaming. Okay. Who's to blame? Let's Titus just get is to blame. He's a moron. Titus, sorry. You're to blame. But uh, right. I guess my beef was when people, like my wife... Are like, it doesn't matter. It's all for fun to show. Who cares anymore? No one cares anymore. It's obvious that no one cares when you look at these if guys' they, social medias, though. If they didn't care, people like me wouldn't be pissed about this picture. People care. People, these people like care. you are crazy. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <sighs> And on that note, I uh, think it's time to take a break. <laughs> um, so, Link's Kinetic, yeah. let me let me get, dig into your past a little oh, bit. Oh, no. So, before Matt Mania, yeah. before Mega Rain and Link's Kinetic, I knew you in another iteration, another form. Yes. Uh, another vessel. Another vessel. Uh-huh. Uh, the vessel was Gentleman Ether. Yes. Now, uh, Gentleman Ether was a, a great outfit, and I'm, I use that. Is that a, a pun? And a pun sense, because you guys would always dress very fly yes, and create fly hip-hop. So oh, thank you. I would love for you to play a little bit oh, no. of Gentleman Ether. Oh, boy. All right, we only had a little bit of that. Let's get the Ether in here. I'm going to have to f- find it. You better vamp for a second. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I got to vamp. Ladies and gentlemen, so this is actually the first time I met Lynx. He was in the group, Gentleman Ether. Uh, and he actually, he worked with my wife. So that was how we met. And I went to a show and I was like, man, these dudes are fly. And these dudes make dope music. I felt like it was, it was real cool. It reminded me of, let me think, what did I think when I heard it? I Musical felt goulash. Like, yeah, definitely a <laughs> musical goulash. I don't know if that's a compliment though, <laughs> but I felt like, let's see. 
I felt like Sir Mix a lot, Posse on Broadway. I felt like some LP. I felt like a lot of different things. And I was like, this is dope. So I like the joint Yerp. Are you going to play that? Yeah, I'm going to. All right, cool. Pull up the YouTube video so I can control the volume. Sweet. All right. So I dig it a lot. Um, shout out to Puma, the MC. He's in Florida Jimmy now. Ather. We could have ran into him, but we Who didn't. was in Florida? Oh, we he were out there a long time, and yep. well, we didn't run into each other. Nope. Is he still making music? Not that I know of. All right. Well, Puma, this is for you. All right. Gemini Ether. Yep. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Get down to the nitty grit. Let's get down to the nitty grit. Fuck your swag. Where were these always? Gentlemen, Ether. So that, and now I understand after getting to know you a little while, this wasn't even your first rodeo with rap. Um, oh, no. no. Not even close. So uh, I might so, have been doing it before you. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You played me some stuff, and I was like, man, I wasn't rapping back then. <laughs> uh, so um, I probably wasn't really either. But Give us a little <laughs> bit of background. How would you get started? Where did you get started? Why did you get started? What brought you here? Uh, well... Um, started liking hip hop in middle school, public enemy, big daddy Kane, leaders of the new school, all the golden era stuff, mm. uh, to date me and show you how old I am. That stuff was new when I was in middle school. Um, just got into it. And then when I got into high school, kept listening and listening and had a friend in school and we were like, Hey, let's start a rap group. And he was like, okay. So I bought some records. One of the first records I got, I think, was Souls of Mischief, 93 to Infinity. Nice. Uh, for the instrumentals. So I started against instrumentals so we can practice. And I know this is going to sound like total BS, but one day I just started freestyling and found out I was good at it. Now, I can't do it anymore. I've completely lost the ability. Really? Yeah. Completely? Complete. Well, yeah. Oh it's It's really weird how bad. But, wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured out that I could do it, and then I just started doing it, and then I... Um, got a little older, started expanding out, went to, uh, this record store in Tempe one day and ran into a fella named, uh, DJ Z trip. Mm. And, uh, he put me into this group called the Tempe Bronx crew, which was a, the name sounds kind of silly, but it was people in Tempe trying to emulate the Bronx with a hip hop crew, all four elements of hip hop. The whole thing was represented. We had graph guys, DJs, breakers and MCs and DJs. Mm. And, uh, Put out a tape in 96, 
didn't really do much. Wow. Then I ended up getting married and then uh, fell out of music for several years. Got back into it when I got divorced, coincidence, uh, with <laughs> Gentleman Ether. And then um, I stopped rapping, started exclusively focusing on the music. So now I just produce and get lucky enough to work with guys like you. So that, that's yeah. it in a nutshell. You got good. That's what happened. Get good. All right. Well. No, it only took me 22 years, but I got good. Dang, man. I mean, <laughs> wow. You did start before me. That's that's awesome to hear. Well, I, you're, you're like, what, three years, four years younger than me, something like that? I don't know. Maybe like two years? All right. I'm 40. Know. I'll We're just say it. I'm 40. Oh, you're 40. Okay. I'm not 40 yet. Okay. So I'll just say that. You're but 30. It's 40. really not that much. I'm 39. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Oh. September, I'll be 40. You look better than me. So it's happening. So yeah, I'm not that much younger than you. Like hmm. barely. So um, yeah, I started, I was listening, of course, in the mid 90s, but I didn't start like recording until like mid 2000s. So 2004, 2005. It's because your mom was like, you're going to college. You're, oh yeah, you're... she made me. Right. I was just talking to a bunch of middle school kids today and I was telling them that my mom was like, you're going to college. You can do the rap stuff later. And I was like, no, I can't. It's a young man's game. And, and <laughs> You know and, what? Uh, Back then it was though. You had right to be afraid. It really was. And I mean, even now, I mean, you know, but I don't know. I think if you do what you do, you do it well, you, you find yourself in an awesome lane and an awesome direction and focus, then you're ageless. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So we're old folks, but we still make good stuff. So there. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap up, but I want to talk about you because you have an Me? event coming up, right? Yes. Well, yeah. when is this coming out? It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Then, yeah. yes. Uh, Saturday, May the 6th. Uh, doors at 6.30. PHX Wrestling at the world-famous Nile Theater in Mesa. Yeah. We got uh, some great independent wrestlers. Uh, Funny Bone, Hawaiian Lion, Steve Arino, uh, a whole cast of characters. They don't want us to release the whole card, but... Uh, Come out and see it. It's uh, $13, I believe. Either 13 or 15 at the door, 13 online. Should have it in front of me. I don't. Sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you want some good independent wrestling, I'm going to be doing the sound there. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear some uh, nice rock and hip hop in between the matches. We're going to have a musical performance by Teak Hall yeah. from the NWO track that you heard earlier. Nice. Um, so it's going to be a fun time. You should come out. And uh, I was talking to Teak. At the last, we went to Party Hard, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how much he was listening because he was kind of out of it. I won't say any more than that. <laughs> but uh, I was like, uh, I think everyone's going to want you to do the NWO track. You want me to do Mega Rant's parts? And he was just like, mm-hmm. he no sold me. He's just like, no. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'll uh, mock maybe just up. have him do a verse and then cut it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think so. Because it'll, it, like, it'll make sense. It's it's by far not like bragging or boasting or anything, but it's by far his most popular song. Yeah, that he's been involved with. Yeah. So the people at the place were like, "Oh shit, you're T. Hall. You, I love that song." And he's <laughs> he's just like, "What? Huh?" Right. And you know, I gotta shout out what culture for that because honestly, man, now anywhere I go around a wrestling event, people are like, "Are you the guy?" You know, so I got to give him a lot of props. I mean, most of the people who comment are jerks, but I, I give them a whole lot of respect for, for giving us a platform. Two to years put our worth. Music on for two years in a row, man. So big shout out to What Culture, man. I enjoyed that so much. And, um, and reading people's feedback, even um, even the silly stuff. It was funny. It was, it was my first experience with funny. online stuff. And I was like texting you like, 
Why? And you're like, just like, why, why are you reading that? Why? Why, why do they hate me? <laughs> why do they hate us? We work so hard. This is, how come they don't like our Why don't music? they just not say anything? <laughs> like, because being a jerk's more fun. Yeah. Dude, and um, it's funny. Eric is going through that now who makes uh, clothes for nerds clothing. Yeah. He did a Roman Reigns shirt today. Uh-oh. And it went up today. And Where's the Funkmaster Flex bomb? First comment was like, that's expensive toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, shoot. So now I, you know, and I'm like, now you know how I feel, dude. Like, you know, smarks are smarks. They're going to just, you know, do what they do. They're going to make funny comments. And so you just got to laugh it off, man. Oh, I'm used to it now. You are? Yeah. I don't know, man. I actually enjoy every song of that, of the last one. You were like, dude, they're hating on it. (laughs) Like, Well, that one was different because they were like, clicking the non-like button more and it's like you and then that one guy who was like hey everyone let's get together and make this like dislike it and i'm like oh if you're one of those people please unsubscribe from this show right now because i don't like you people who go around saying let's just dislike everything that isn't what we expect (laughs) so he's like dislike crew activate i'm like find out find a hobby dude make friends please (laughs) go out Get some air. Get some fresh air. And on that note, I'm going to go get some fresh air because I got to fly out tomorrow. So we're going to get this up for you guys. And uh, thank you, of course, for tuning in to Matt Mania. This is Mega Ran. And much love to my guest, Lynx Kinetic. And how can they find you, Lynx? Uh, Kinetic1977 on the Twitter. You can also follow our podcast, Wrestling Podcast, where we will having, we'll be having the same kayfabe argument, but with me and my wife, uh, at the Strap Podcast on Twitter as well. And I just want to say, again, thank you for these last couple of years. This was the best thing that's happened to me musically in my life. I've never touched so many areas or people or been known, and it's all because of your... Magic oh, skills, my friend. So I want to I wanna thank you for that. Dude, thank you for being my tag team partner in this uh, weird endeavor. You know, it's, we're go- we were into some really new territory. And uh, it excited me. Kind of even scared me a little bit. But, you know, I got to keep the poker face on at all times. But, um, but yeah, I appreciate you being there for it. And it's been, it's been a fun ride. And it's not over yet. There's much more to come from May Rand and Lynx Kinetic. Stay tuned. So we're about to get up out of here. What do you... Oh. I got to play a song. So oh. final song, I got to ask you, Lynx, what is your favorite wrestling theme ever? Oh, that's, that's easy. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Well, here we go, then. We're going to his favorite theme, and I think I know exactly I what mean, it is. How could it be anything else? Here we go. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> We out of here. Enjoy. listening to the Geekscape Network.